0: Wait, what was our podcast name? Third, Cultured. Third Culture Brothers. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sabir Shauki, and I will be introducing this podcast episode Third Cultured Brothers, episode three. Welcome. Uh, today we will be talking about um I guess vaccination, summer break, and all that stuff. So yeah, come join and us. I'm I'm the other half of the third culture brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ezri. <laughs> didn't, didn't get an introduction, but that's okay. <laughs> Let's talk about our also our Eid, how our Eid went. Yeah, I know yours was in as if enfold. As you know. eventful but, but we will get about. into that in this podcast so hop right along and join us yeah so esri um i know you got your vaccination today right yep. how is it three hours they, that's your second dose right mm-hmm. second dose of pfizer in the u.s of a pfizer all There's the way go. baby it was um, the process was like, um, pretty simple and efficient. I just went to the hospital. They were like, "Okay, what's your uh, time of appointment? Like one fifteen? What's your name? What's your date of birth?" And you just had to wait like in line. And then while did I was you... in line, yeah. What was it? Did you fill, Did you have to fill out any form? Yeah, I had to fill out like this form that was asking. If you've had the vaccine before, or if you had the first dose, and if you're allergic to it, and stuff like that. But when I was in line, some girl in front of me was like, nice shoes. And I was like, what? And then because she, she had the same shoes. What were you wearing? <laughs> the white Vans. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The white, ugly Vans. And then I was like, yeah, I got to wash mine. And she was like, yeah, me too. And then we just ended up talking about how to wash her shoes and she was like okay you gotta get baking soda and mix it with water and then just put it in the washing machine i thought you liked the the dirty aesthetics i know but now it's so bad it looks like oh really someone like pooped on my shoes <laughs> <laughs> that's not good you gotta get it cleaned i know yeah. i don't know i'll clean it soon yeah for my vaccination process i took my first one at walgreens mm-hmm no no CVS it was at CVS and then like two weeks later or no 20 days later I took it at Southeastern like the university was offering like free vaccines and they were like wait did you do it with us or did you do it somewhere else and I was like here I have I have my the card. like card that can show you like when I did it and then they were like talking to their supervisor and like Making like a big deal out of it, but like eventually, I they approved it. Why With, got, is it not like common to do in two different spots? I uh, I don't know. I guess maybe they had like protocols, or like maybe people weren't doing it, so they didn't know what the procedure was. Mm-hmm. Like if they maybe wanted someone to, was faking their first dose. Exactly, like it probably like they probably think that I was faking it or something like that, and so like. Eventually, like they were like, okay, fine, you can do it, no problem. So like I had like on my CDC card, it says like the first dose is at CVS, second dose is at Southeastern. You know, but, if you go to Staples, oh, yeah. you can get it laminated for free. Really? Yeah, I, I'm thinking of doing that, but I don't even know if there's a Staples near. It's wow. so weird that they do it with just that card, though. Like right. I didn't even have to, like, show my ID or, like, anything like that. I just fill out a form. They're like, okay, take it. So easy. Like, yeah, it's like, I thought they would do, like, digital um In the system. A record. To make sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, it's just, like. But then someone... anyone can just, like, have a fake card. Exactly. So that's why I, I thought it would, they would put it in the system. Maybe they, maybe they want to speed it up and they don't want to make, like, that big of a hassle so that everyone yeah. can just get get it as quickly as possible but yeah like i'm i'm glad that i got mine like i don't know a month ago two months ago a while yeah, in ago. malaysia people are still fighting yeah for it. yeah remember the eat call like do you know ev- you like know what's nobody... going on with the astrazeneca thing with the blood clots mm-hmm. well in malaysia like so after the blood clots uh news came out and Malaysia has like a lot of, AstraZeneca is one of the, like their main vaccine, and then now no one wants the AstraZeneca one, <laughs> because of the whole blood clots thing. So they had to just, I don't know, use it up somehow. So they opened it up for registration. I was surprised. So like, I, they were um, the the blood clots. I remember reading about it like a month ago, like when I was getting my vaccines. Like so, uh, so many people were skeptical about the AstraZeneca vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, like, pretty much all of Europe, like, especially Germany, they were, like, if you were given AstraZeneca, would you take it? And, like, a lot of people were, like, skeptical about it. They want the Pfizer one. Yeah. You know? But I I was surprised. So, yeah, because of, like, no one wants the vaccine in Malaysia, they just opened up for registration for anyone that wants it. And now, like, a lot of kids, like my friends, are registering for the AstraZeneca. Um, that's funny because most of the blood clots that were happening was like to young people especially like female young people but i mean but it's it's such a small minuscule like uh, percentage like you shouldn't be skeptical about it like you'd get you'd have a higher chance getting blood clots from corona than from the vaccine so like if you were offered any vaccine you need to take it. it doesn't matter like Moderna, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, like get it, get vaccinated. Like uh, I just read on Reddit, today's like the first or not, yeah, today's the first day in like 17 states that has recorded no deaths from corona Mm. because we're doing, we're vaccinating so, so well in the states. Let's go. Uh, What are your thoughts on um, the CDC lifting the mask?
1: I know Washington.
0: I I know Washington hasn't lifted the mask yeah. mandate yet. I think that just. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it's. It was so abrupt, like yeah. out of nowhere, too. Like it just kind of. I feel like you know, now people that want to get the vaccine has got have gotten the vaccine, and those that don't want to get the vaccine. I mean, I don't know. It's. I, I feel, think what 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 he's doing is making like an incentive like either vaccinate or putting on a mask until you do but i you can't those who yeah you can't prove that you've been vaccinated or not like by just looking at the person mm-hmm. what is that you hear that yeah what the f- i don't know what that was it sounds like somebody just rolled on the roof but that's what i'm thinking like if he st- if he like um lets people not wear their mask anymore everyone's just gonna be like not wearing their mask no matter what yeah whether they're vaccinated or not those who were already wearing masks are gonna be vaccinating and those who weren't they're just not gonna do it like they're just yeah. exactly but yeah, um, I, I tried going to the gym without a mask on because I'm already, already vaccinated, but they were like, but they were like,, you um, put on a mask, out. please? Yeah. even though I was like, but I'm vaccinated and the CDC says that you don't have to wear a mask anymore. And they were like, um, I guess so <laughs> but but I, I still put on a mask. I was like, that's okay. Yeah, like I mean I'm like each e- each businesses have their right to whether to mandate it or not true um so like i'll i'll give them that like if uh, if i go into a business and they're like wear masks then i'm gonna wear a mask and like i'm not gonna i pretty much wear my mask them. i probably will still keep wearing my mask everywhere yeah i mean like i i feel like most people who are vaccinated are the kind of people that will still yeah wear exactly and you those know. that weren't wearing a mask before, uh, now yeah, they're, now they're they don't feel guilty. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. I weren't feeling guilty before. But yeah, I mean, especially less. here in Louisiana, like I mm. feel like it's very hard to see people wear masks. I mean, I feel like at at the campus, like majority of people still wear masks, but you still see a lot of people who like just do not care. You know, like I I remember first day of class this semester, I came into class like maybe a minute after the class started. And so I had to find like a seat in the class. So I just picked a seat that was like the the first seat that I saw. And then like throughout the class, the guy next to me, like even though we had like one chair, like free. So like we had to skip one chair so that uh, social distancing and everything he was like not wearing his mask properly and like it was just like not caring like i was like throughout the class i I couldn't focus i know like and then i like right after class i was like to the professor i was like i know you were making like um seating charts or whatever but i don't want to sit next to that guy anymore so Mm -hmm. like the next class i sat like really far away from that dude (laughs) and then he was like looking around like Wait, why is he sitting like so far away from me it's now? It's like the new seating arrangement is like him alone, and then a few <laughs> seats, four seats, seats across from is empty. Exactly, and he's like but, on an island by himself. Yeah, the yeah. I've had to. People. I've had. I have to. I've had to tell like a few people to like wear their mask properly, but like yeah, they would wear it. Like thank God, I guess none of them like lashed out at me when i asked them like nicely but Mm -hmm. like five minutes later they're just gonna wear it on their chin or like wear it on their like under their nose like (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was terrible like i'm trying to um record or document my whole covid vaccine thing Mm -hmm. so i'm recording like how i feel after and i i did it um for the first and the second that's why i sent you the video of me getting the back i have to ask the nurses Mm -hmm, if if i record it yeah and then i'm just gonna like just give an update of how i feel after and put Mm -hmm. it on youtube for both doses hopefully this weekend yeah uh i was gonna do it for the second one but like when like the whole hassle of like the nurses trying to get like their supervisor to approve of me, like getting my COVID mm. vaccine, like from like two different places. I-, I completely forgot about it, but like, I wanted to do it and like tell the nurses, like I want to make sure that people know that I'm vaccinated or like let people know that this is not a big deal, that everybody should go and get vaccinated, you know? Mm-hmm. I know it's crazy how like in the U S we're all almost vaccinated, but the rest of the world is not I know. Well, so it doesn't even matter that we're vaccinated because eventually the virus is going to evolve. Mutate. Yeah. Like um, in India, there they have to pay for their vaccines. Like the citizens have to pay for their vaccines. Mm-hmm. So um, like the the higher end hospitals will upcharge the fee. So there's like this this parody this is, this is thing where um the lower class citizens aren't able to get vaccinated because they they can't afford the, the class vaccines system. yeah so only like the higher class system the higher class people will be able to get vaccinated because they can pay for it so that's so messed up i know but and, you know like no, whatever no. um so The the Prime Minister of India just approved of, like, this billion-dollar project to, like, erect, like, some statue or something while so many of his citizens are, like... Are dying. Dying everywhere. Yeah. Sucks. I mean, yeah. I don't want to get into the politics, but... I know. (laughs) (laughs) Heard is not a good dude. Yeah. But I watched this video on, like, the vaccine and how the US has like so much vaccine, it's because like way back then, the US pretty much called dibs. So like all these like major countries, like developed countries called dibs on each um, kind of brand. So like, they'll be like, okay, we call dibs on Pfizer and we pay them like 500 million, like even way before they were producing it, right? Before they went through the FDA. So they kind of had to make this risk of, well, if they don't make the vaccine, then it's a loss of five hundred thousand, or five hundred million. But if they do, then the U.S. gets it first, mm-hmm. and that's how it works. So like, U.K. and like all these uh, well-developed countries are doing that, and then all the other like third-world countries or like uh, the global south, they don't have that kind of money to just. Oh, I'll, I'll spend up 500 million just in case like they make it. Like they want to wait to see like them going through the FDA FDA approval and like to make sure that it's safe. So then now they, since they didn't do that, now that they're trying to buy into the vaccine, they're like at the bottom of the list. and like the US keeps pretty much hogging all the vaccine enough for like seven times over its population i think or something like that like five times over and it's like just man we gotta distribute and then the u.s almost wanted to like patent the vaccine so that the rest of the world couldn't make its own you know what i mean but i think they they dropped that the fact that like it even came into their mind to patent Mm -hmm. a vaccine it's kind of like gross you know i I feel like this is like this is where we need to come together um as a world like one as one you know like we shouldn't be like restricting vaccine vaccines from like different countries because i mean the virus knows no boundaries like it's not gonna like uh, infect one person based on their race gender or religion like it's just gonna ravage everybody so we should come together and like cooperate but you know the world is a very like as i grew up i realized how much how much it sucks in the world really is Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i mean like yeah you got like a few things that you can really enjoy but the politics the world um the power dynamic between different countries between different like people is just so much you know like it's just yeah and terrible and we can see that firsthand with this palestine israel thing oh my god don't even get me started it's so sad man it's so sad uh, do you know that Israel is, like, putting sl- settlements in Jerusalem or, like, in Palestine territory so that they can, like, expand their boundary little by little and take over? Yep. it's And they're just kicking out um, Palestinians from their home. Mm-hmm. And, jewish people jewish people like from they don't even have to be from israel jewish people from new york can be like i want to go to israel and live there and then they'll f- give them a free home have you seen that ad where they're like no i haven't seen Advertise, it, hear... yeah advertising to like jews like oh you want to come to jerusalem like or israel and buy like a property here come over like those those properties are like the people that they the palestinians that they kicked out of their own home so that they can build like houses for jews and like people from israel now I mean, the u.s keeps funding it in the u.s yeah biden just again, approved of missiles to the freaking like what what is going through his mind like like that is something that I am not, I'm not cool with, like him doing. Like that is. I know, man. You can never trust these politicians. It's it's okay. It's not like. It's Netanyahu. That's that's who it is. Freaking mastermind be- behind like all of this. That's. That that's the evil person that's doing that's pulling all the strings here like he's truly truly evil and he's like increasing like the uh, what's it called he's just keep he's he's just doing it because he's campaigning for his election right and like all the right wingers this is what they want yep this is what they want to see that's that's why like that's that's why since like 2014 like n- it's been calmer and then all of a sudden now he's like bombing everything because he wants he wants to win re-election that's why that's why he's doing all this yeah damn it's so sad to see and, and like even for Palestinians that are living well because Israel took over their land some of them are gonna be living in israel they don't even have the same rights as um israel or any jews in israel they don't even have to be israeli citizens so like even if they're israeli citizens but they're like arabs or palestinians they they're not subjected to the same law right? right they're lower class citizens pretty much right yeah it's like the apartheid back in south africa yeah, that's why it's called uh, apartheid yeah. state right now. That's why we're mm-hmm. protesting. Yeah. It's so sad. Like during Ramadan, during Eid, mm-hmm. the this time, that's when and all this happening. They want to make a statement. Yep. What did you do in for- the media? What? What did you do for Eid? What did I do? Like, um, nothing, man. I just sat at the apartment doing nothing, like absolutely no, no. nothing. It's it was so sad. No, I feel Eid. that. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, I feel like you'll hopefully soon. Helpful. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give away um the cat, honey. Uh. back and then I don't know what I'm going to do with all my stuff throw it away sell it and just keep like some of it maybe I'll if I can't find like if I can't find a job this summer then I'm I'm going back to Malaysia (laughs) that's it I'm done I'm done with the US (laughs) and I don't know if I'll ever come back here (laughs) maybe maybe like never say never but for now i'm i'm just so sick of it yeah uh, i miss home for me, you know for for yeah i know once you get back it's gonna be way better yeah for me for eid luckily i had uh, ali who invited me over and i got to spend time with him and his family and then well okay so my day started pretty much the night before, I was, like, staying up, and he was messaging me, he's like, bro, just um, cancel your zip car and I'll pick you up, because he lives in Bellevue, so for him to come here, and then, which is, like, okay. 30 minutes, and then going back, mm-hmm. like, 30 minutes, yeah, which, and then Redmond was, like, 30 minutes from his place, so an hour from my place, which is where the mosque was, mm-hmm. and I'm super blessed to have him pick me up, because if mm-hmm. not, I would have to zip car there. Yeah. So He picked me up at 6.30. And I slept at like 5. So from 5 to like 6.30-ish. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, good thing I even got to sleep because I was scared of not waking up. Yeah. And then we went to his place for a little bit. Picked up his whole family pretty much. His sister, his brother-in-law, and his older brother. And then... Uh, went to Redmond, which was, it was pretty good. Like, the the experience was really good. The khutbah, the khutbah was in, in English, and it was, like, very, I think, probably the best khutbah that I've ever heard. Because mm-hmm. he gave, like, direct instructions on what to do. He's like, okay, I'm going to be speaking to the dads now. And then he's like, for the dads, make this day the best day for your kids. Because, like, for other religions, they have, like, Christmas and stuff. Where they mm. get to spoil their kids. I want your kids to grow up and like enjoying eat as much as they enjoy other holidays. Because right. like, especially in the US, Eat is not that big of a deal. So like for the kids growing up here, like they look at other people celebrating Christmas and they're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wish I could have the same. So there he was saying that make your family feel like happy this day. And then he was like, for all the 20 year olds, here like here's what you should be doing. Like make sure you're on on top of your prayer make sure you're like um making a good group of friends pick pick and choose your friends because uh closely because they will like shape how your life will be and it was just like stuff like that and he went over like Palestine stuff and he went through a brief overview of what's going on in Palestine and he also like gave a brief overview of how to pray the eat prayer mm-hmm. which is pretty nice and it was like staggered so every hour there'd be a new group coming in starting from 6 a.m to 12 so instead of everyone just coming in at once like 6 a.m there'll be one group seven another group did you have to make an appointment yeah we had to make an appointment so how did they verify if that's like your slot there's like a a phone app there's like a, a qr code and then they just take a picture oh okay five people yeah, Good thing Ali did it for me. <laughs> and well, then, that's good. Yeah, the whole thing was I have probably the best eat experience because in, in Malaysia, like it feels like kind of more of like a burden, than yeah. It is fun. <laughs> but it's <is> possible <laughs> because like we're all cramped in there, like just super tired and just feel like wanting to get home. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of the time, most of the um memory that i have of e prayer is just me like almost falling asleep like every like yeah exactly, minute. exactly. <laughs> so yeah and, uh, the hood was like not that engaging yeah but uh, i don't know if then... it's because like we can't relate to it because like we I live so. overseas for so long and it's just like kind of going back and forth and like on top yeah. of that we're already like so tired and and i think like in malaysia they try to make it like too formal mm. but here it's like they make it like relatable yeah To i mean maybe it's relatable to our lifestyle right and like because they understand what people are going through in here in the u.s especially yeah yeah but yeah and then we left and then we went to this pastry where him and his family brought bought, like, the whole pastry store. He, like, he's, like, two of this, two of that, two of these, two of that. And, like, ten macaroons. I'm, like, damn, wow. round, you guys going all out. And then they also, like, ordered some catering food. Some Indonesian mm. food. Mm. Lontong. Oh, my God. Um, like, rendang. And, like, these potato things. indonesian and i Mm -hmm. got to eat with him his um brother-in-law who's like this white guy from from here from the u.s and married his sister his older brother his brother-in-law's name is tucker
1: (laughs) (laughs) but he's a muslim
0: and his Mm. baby's their baby's name is abdullah so cute (laughs) and they have a house but his parents are in Indonesia still. And then like oh my god, I got to tell you about this one awkward encounter. So they ended up facing their dad, right, during the eat when we were eating. And then in Indonesia, they do this thing where they for e- eat greeting, they say like "Minal even walfaizin" or something. Have you heard of that? Yeah. I I've never heard of that. That might sound familiar but like it's not common i guess in malaysia or in wait for for what like for eid i think they say for eid like it's like for, it's like our Islam type. oh but i think, think i've heard of it like back in saudi maybe like um the arab saying it but um or, when yeah. when they were like pointing the camera around like everyone took turns saying it, but I didn't know what to say. And then his brother gave the phone t- to talk to the dad, like one on one. And the thing is, like, I don't think their dad even knows that I was coming, and they don't know who I am. So, I think his dad was waiting for me to say it, and I'm mm-hmm. just like "Assalamualaikum," <laughs> and then he like, okay. And then it was like such an awkward like FaceTime encounter, and then he was like, "Are you Muslim?" I'm like yes, I'm from Malaysia, and it ended up being fine. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I I've heard of that saying, but I, like I didn't think that it was like mandatory to say it to I think they they assume that because I googled it afterwards, mm-hmm. and it's mostly used in Indonesia, and okay. I think that they assume that uh all, kind of like, oh like everybody's everybody, s- everybody says it. it. Mm-hmm. Well, not your fault. I mean, nobody yeah, I briefed know. you on that. <laughs> Somebody should have told you something. <laughs> but, it, you know, like, it was just awkward because I'm, yeah. I'm not going to blame him for it. Yeah, 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 for sure. But for him, he probably just thought that everyone knows it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that you makes know sense. What I mean? Because I talked to Ali afterwards and he was like, yeah, I thought, like, all Muslims say it. Oh, but... uh, Okay. But then I googled it, and it's mostly in Jakarta India. or in Indonesia. It's like a common congratulations saying. Oh. Using Wi like congrats for making it. No, I've heard Asha of it in, in during like Kutuba, uh, like in Malaysia or something like that, or in okay. Saudi during. No, but it does whatever. sound like a sound like a Muslim term. Yeah, and then yeah. um, he he dropped me back, and then I got a zip card because I picked up batulga mm-hmm. Batuga came with me to Auntie Lily's house how was that? pretty fun Auntie Lily made lemang mm-hmm. and some nasi ayam and Yum. some mi goreng and dodo her dodo is so good and let's see yeah rendang and she was running out of Rendang and Lemang. but she, she was like, as you wait, I'll take some from the back. And it was for her and like her friends, but she gave some to me. So you know, thinking back uh, like to our Eid back in like 2019, 2018. Kind of miss it. Kind of miss all of the gathering and the food that we had. Like maybe if we slept properly, I feel like I would enjoy it more. <laughs> Because, like, we were tired throughout the day most of the time. But mm-hmm. I guess looking back at it, now that I don't, I didn't appreciate it enough, I guess. Especially, like, you know, this year yeah. since I freaking didn't do definitely. anything. And I'm, like, by myself here in the States. Like, I want to I go back and, like, enjoy that. I have the same feeling. Um, it's a vibe. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a vibe. It's, like yeah like the night before you don't look forward to it because like you're all so like just you know tired out but it's you know i I had a good time like overall you know yeah i feel that when we when we drove back i was i was delaying by so much because i ended up talking to auntie lily and like their family and we took pictures and stuff Mm -hmm. you know the usual drill and yeah. then so that when we left, we were so late and I dropped the car off 10 minutes late because I had to drop off my friend Marvin and Batula as well. So when I got to the parking, it was like 10 minutes late. I'm like, shit, or I'm like, boop. <laughs> uh, I hope I didn't get charged. And then I dropped it. I checked my phone and I didn't get charged. It like apparently it recognized me parking like two hours ago or like an hour ago. So I'm like, okay, thank God. Mm -hmm. But then I checked my phone later and extra $50 was charged on top of the charge on top of the fee itself, which was like $40. So it was more expensive than booking it for the three hours. Yeah. And then overall it was $90. So I was trying to call them and Mm -hmm. they didn't pick up. So I emailed them. I was like, I tried to extend my car. And it wouldn't let me, like, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's my fault. And then they just replied a couple days ago saying, we'll refund you $50, but just don't be late again. (laughs) I know. I felt so bad because, like, $50, that's more than, you know, like, the cost of the price itself, like, the initial. Yeah, exactly. And I was only late by 11 minutes. It wasn't, like an hour like two hours Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but yeah good thing i emailed them and got the refund yeah good thing i would have felt bad 50 bucks on top of the 40 that's crazy you know but i was looking at it from this perspective of um just like if because ali gave me the ride i'm like that kind of makes up for it in the morning. Mm-hmm. i would have had to book the zip car in the morning as well as the afternoon and yeah since ali just told me to cancel it uh uh-huh. i didn't have to pay the morning one. so the 50 i was looking at it oh, like, okay, to justify okay. it i was like oh uh, you know what it's worth it because i because ali gave me a ride for free in the morning <laughs> and i'll pay the 50 but good thing that you're getting yeah. fifty back yeah but yeah i feel you i trying to justify all the i know right yeah. I felt so okay, bad. I'm okay. like, oh, my God. It's so expensive for 10 minutes. Yep. But I'm thinking because um, all my friends are coming. There's like five of them. Keegan, Sean, Keegan's girlfriend, Joaquin, and maybe Axorn. There's mm-hmm. going to be seven of us, including Melissa, that I need to take us around to transport mm-hmm. us. So I'm thinking of just getting the... Remember the Honda Odyssey? Zip card? Yeah. Yeah. I might just book that for whenever nice. we go out. When are they coming? July 15 to like early August. Not to late oh, July. Pretty, yeah. Like 15 okay. days. It's pretty good. Yeah. We're gonna have to somehow fit everyone in this apartment though. Yeah. Like I thought like you so were good. gonna like rent it out, rent out a Airbnb or something. Nope. How is everybody going to fit in there? I <laughs> just going to clear out the living room a little. Mm-hmm. And then just lay beds all along it. Damn, there's going to be a lot of people. And Keaton and Kira can probably just sleep in my room. Mm-hmm. And Melissa will probably still be upstairs. So in the end, two... And then four in the living room. And Melissa will be upstairs. That's okay. good. And then we have Batuga. Because Batuga is leaving for summer. And mm-hmm. he's letting me use his bed. I can just use his full matches for one, two. And then two person can sleep on the couch. Yeah. Or two okay. people. Nice. You got it all planned out. Mm-hmm. if you come visit... Yeah. We'll shove you in the backyard, in the bathtub. Mm. When are you coming? I'll sleep anywhere. Um, I don't know. When, when does your school end again? June 15th. June 15th. That's in a month. Yeah, because I need to figure out what I need to do with the apartment first like uh i want to i want to probably like clear out everything and maybe i'll just move to you Mm -hmm. and then just spend out the rest of the summer there until like until i find a job or like if i can't find one then i'll just go back home to malaysia from from there like i just want to get out of him and you know so I'm I'm gonna try to figure out like once I get rid of honey. Then the next step is to get rid of everything in the apartment, and then maybe maybe I'll come to you. Like maybe I'll ship some stuff over to you. What do you maybe mean? we can do that with TV or something. I'll probably sell my TV or like throw it away. Like I've had what? that TV since like what 2015. Big things do you have? Nothing, like. Maybe my table and chairs, my microwave, like most of the stuff that I have in here are like really old stuff that I'm ready to get rid of. So I don't have anything like maybe that like. um, What do you call that? That sofa on the floor. <laughs> it's yeah, like a pillow. I mean, what am I going to do with it? How, how is your experience with it? Do you like it? It's okay. It doesn't replace <laughs> a freaking couch. It was a freaking what, two hundred dollars too? I don't think so. It was like, one hundred dollars. One hundred eighty. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think oh, so. so. That's good. Then $100. It was like yeah. it was like a really cheap one that I tried to find. I have like an air mattress that I'm I'm just gonna throw it away. So yeah. thank God I don't have like much stuff in here. Like most of the stuff that I have, I can just throw it away like i don't have anything that's too big except for my monitor i kind of want to keep the monitor but i can just maybe put it in like my suitcase or like a hand carry oh can you hand carry a monitor i can hand carry a ps4 yeah i'm just trying to get a ps5 yeah good luck because it's probably gonna be hard to find till 2022 but I'm sure you can find one you just have to be on yeah, top of he's it been like... scalpers are on top of it also yeah as soon as he landed he's been on his phone trying to get a PS5 mm-hmm. yeah I've, I've given up I'm, I'm just going to wait until everything dies down that's it yeah not yeah what what are like some games that are on the ps5 um there's demon souls uh a lot of the games that are like on the ps5 you can find it on the ps4 as well but like the exclusives i don't know i haven't really been on top of it i've only been playing call of duty Mm -hmm. like a lot but the ps5 has like really good graphics with like demon souls and spider-man the miles morales um, they have like really good like shock controller as well like the trigger button is like very like haptic feedback it gives like really good haptic feedback you know I was playing FIFA with uh, one of my friends at the Malaysian house and they have a PS5 and I was like why is the back button so heavy like it was so hard to push down yeah and it's because like when they lose their stamina it gets harder for us to yeah. That's so crazy. I know. Like like even like for uh Cold War Black Ops, uh each gun has like different like kind of mechanical triggers. Oh. Like it responds like differently, mm-hmm. like gives you feedback differently depending on the type of gun. That's so cool. I think that's so cool. Hopefully yep. they, they do more cool things with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because like Remember the dual shock, the PS4s dual shock, the touchpad, like they don't really use that. Yeah. I feel like it's just a gimmick. It's gonna be a gimmick going moving forward. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they do. Don't get me wrong, but I guess the programmers just don't want to program it in. It's too much hassle (laughs) or something. Mm -hmm. But a lot of developers are um saying how easy developing games on the PS5 is. Like how much easier it is compared to all the different consoles. So that's good. Compared to Xbox? Yeah. What's in the Xbox's name? Xbox Series X. Okay, that's what I thought. America is saying Xbox One. And I'm like, isn't that the old one? Yeah, that's the old one. There's Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X, and then Xbox Series X. That's so i know it's so confusing i don't uh, know (laughs) it's so confusing because like mothers would go into the gamestop shop looking for a series x the latest console but like they end up buying the one x for their kids i I can see that because it's like the yeah for christmas they're like i don't want to tell my kids because the series x would be like like out of stock and then the employee will be like, "We have the One X." And then the mom would be like, "Oh, that sounds kind of the same." Yeah. That's like getting a FIFA, FIFA twenty when it's like when FIFA twenty one has come out. They're like, "Yeah, They're kind of the same." Yeah, exactly. But they don't know. <laughs> it's just so confusing for consumers. I don't know who made that decision. How was your final exams? How does it feel to be done? Feels good. Um. yeah I, I still can't believe it still can't believe i'm done with school like all together i feel like i'm coming back next semester do another semester or something but I know, right? i'm completely done so i don't know I, it feels surreal but what what goals do you have what aspirations do you have moving forward get a job you know just get my foot in the door like hopefully i can do a job in my degree but a lot of people are saying like oh you don't really get a job like what your Mm -hmm. like degree says or whatever but hopefully like i do enjoy marketing like i really like the the whole process of it working together like collaborating and everything so hopefully I, i do get a job hopefully I can work for a company and work my way up or maybe start my own like brand, you know? Which one would you prefer? And if you want to start a brand, what, what kind of like marketing, social media, social media. Definitely. i love social media marketing. It's definitely one of the things that I, I really want to work on. I do prefer to work on a brand by myself or like on my own team instead of working for a corporation yeah um maybe like freelancing i wouldn't mind doing that either um, that'd be way easier in, the, in malaysia yeah exactly for us. exactly you know so That's man cool. like every time i think about it It's just, like, the the idea of going back to Malaysia just seems more and more enticing to me. You know, one of, of, like, my biggest reason for why I wanted to go back initially was because, like, I just wanted to be with mom and dad. Especially for us that we left home such such a young age. Yeah. And if we start working now, like, there's no guarantees that we'll go back and ever, like, live with them like this. Yeah but i'm trying to make the most of my time here so yeah i mean do it like i came here in 2014 i've been here for seven years now so i've like Mm -hmm. i've done a fair share of the u.s experience you know like but every time i think about it i'm like damn i left so early like i left like i mean you left in like 2015 2016 right so yeah, twenty fourteen. I mean, we, yeah, we've been away from our parents for such a long time. Um it's seven years now. Damn. So I'm like that's why like and the more I think about it, the more I want to go back, be with mom and dad. You know, like people here, I envy them being able to go to their families, being able to go to their lifelong friends. Exactly. that they've had since like elementary school or like you know preschool or whatever you know and here i am like beyond beyond uh, work stuff what yeah. kind of goals do you have for life that's a good cool question it doesn't have i don't know man like have to be specific my goal is to just be content and be happy with what i have no matter like how big or small it is it's just so hard for me right now being all alone like like i've got like friends or whatever like acquaintances but it's just not it doesn't feel right or it doesn't feel good like it doesn't feel like i'm content with everything You know, like, um, I was talking to my, like, good friend back in, like, high school. And she even said, like, one of the better decisions that she made was leaving the U.S. Because she also, like, came to the States when she was in high school. Like, she was on the same boat as me. Like, the best, better decision that she made was leaving the U.S., leaving her college and going back home. Like she it wasn't expected, like um she didn't expect to go home back in like 2020, 2019, but she did, and now she's like at home, like just working and everything, and she feels like she's happier there than she was back in the states, just being at home, I guess, just in her element and i don't know like i envy that and like i i think it it doesn't feel like home to you where you are yeah yeah exactly like i I guess where i am i just don't feel for some reason like here it just feels like home to me It just feels like you you found your place like you found like that seattle is like it's a really nice place like i i think back in boca back when i lived in boca florida that felt like home to me mm-hmm. that felt like home to me in tampa too like i, I in tampa I, I felt like i was i could be i could fit right in you know it's just here in hammond i don't yeah, i don't feel out. like i vibe with anybody here you know like yeah there are like some people that i have like friends with or whatever but that i'm nice with or that i hang out with but it's not like it's not the same. Like yeah, even back like. in Malaysia, I I don't know if I can fit in. Like if I go back to Malaysia, you know, like I don't know. Like I'm I'm such an American. Like I've been living such a like American lifestyle, but like not all of America. I don't fit in in like Southern mm-hmm. America. Feel I mean? Yeah, that's... That's how I feel if I were to go back to Malaysia. like I don't know if I could fit in. Yeah. I feel that. But definitely I can fit in more in Malaysia than I do here. I I truly believe that. Here in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. You know. Like maybe if I move to like you know um, Seattle or like California or Austin, Texas. Yeah, Texas is pretty good, right? Yeah, definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely. Austin is more um, progressive-minded, liberal-minded of the South. But yeah, I I totally agree with that. Yeah. Do Do you like regret moving to Louisiana? Yes. I just want to I just want to get that out of the way. Yes, I do. I do very much. Yeah. So like that's 3 years of my life that I'm not never going to get back, but I've had my experiences here. I can't live with the regret. Mm-hmm. I keep telling myself that, you know, like I can't live with regret. But I do. I do regret it. Hopefully I can move past it and just be better in the future. And not make the same decision that I made coming here. Mm -hmm. You know? But the the good thing is that, like, now that you've experienced this and you've experienced, like, not enjoying living there, it'll only go up from here. So, yeah, I guess so. Hopefully. Hopefully I don't make the same mistake. That's what I keep telling myself. Like, don't make the same mistake. Don't make the same mistake. Uh I'm not going to do it again you know yeah if i could honestly if i could take it back and do it differently i would you would just stay in usf yeah absolutely absolutely what what schools were you planning to to? like where did you apply to when i was in high school Mm -hmm. uh i applied to usf fsu I applied to Colorado Boulder. Um mostly like mostly oh yeah, I applied to um, Temple University. Mm. Uh, UF FAU. FAU is like in Boca as well, Florida Atlantic University. And I think I applied to University of Miami. So mostly it's like Florida school. Yeah. University of Miami is like really expensive. I don't think I got in though, but it was like really expensive. I think the only reason why I applied was because like all the kids at my school was applying, but then I realized they're all very, very rich. Is it a private so, school? Uh I believe so. I know a Drake went there for one yeah. the music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember just giving out money yeah <laughs> damn yeah that's interesting because i never knew where, where you applied to yeah i applied to, did you get um scholarship to usf um no i don't think so i don't think so i don't i don't remember but it was actually cheap anyways so it, i honestly don't remember I might have gotten a scholarship Probably. and like get gotten it reduced. Um because like I'm not paying I think I'm paying like out of state instead of like international fees cuz like they're different like mm-hmm. they're different fees. I think like the out of state is like 10 12,000 or something like that and the international is like 30,000 something like that. Yeah. No, I, I applied to USF too and I got yeah, a scholarship. Yeah. But I, oh, yeah? I don't remember how much. Nice. I was considering going to USF. Why not? I know a few of your friends went to USF, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to go to USF actually. Oh, okay. Because like I saw like the the on Instagram, I saw their pictures. was there? Like, I know. A lot of people there. Dana's there, I think. Um Natalie. Natalie's there um chris grimmins there. Chris Grimmin. i was like I when i saw chris the, is dating natalie yeah i know when i saw the pictures i was like damn it <laughs> why you could, be, you could be hanging out with them i know i had i had a good time at usf like i i made a lot of friends there like i was constantly just going around just making new friends there and you can do the same in nope. louisiana how big nope. is your school right now? Like, how many people? Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know. Um, is it small? It's, a, It's co- like, compared to, like, USF or, like, University of Washington. Yeah, it's small. It's not big. Um, I think I... The reason why I kind of said yes to this school is because I wanted to go to a smaller school. But yeah i feel like it would have been different like if i knew the people here and i knew like so like the smaller schools already like established kind of like their own group of friends i guess Mm -hmm. so especially from like freshman year and orientation and stuff yeah and like the bigger school like it was easier for me to make friends because there were a lot more people like on the same boat as me. Like like I think a really good friend of mine was like doing masters back in USF. So there was like a three year gap between us and he was still like able to like really find friends and make friends easily there. Because it was yeah. such a big school. That's kind of what I feel at UW it's like, I don't know, it's too big. You kind of want to go to a smaller school. But then I'm kind of grateful because there's so many like different types of people. Yeah. Different types of people. That, Absolutely. Like, you'll, If you keep trying, you'll find your group of friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it would be like different for me, like going to a bigger school, to a smaller school, it will be easier for me to find friends, but that's not the case. That's definitely not the case. Especially like, I feel like it's not just like a smaller school. Like it's, it's a smaller school, school like, in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, like, yeah. I it feel like, like some well-known private school. Yeah, it's small like private school. Yeah, in New York City or something like that. Right, exactly. It's just like in a small town, middle of Louisiana. And there's like nothing here, so it's, it's hard yeah. to find friends. Yeah, I mean, if you want to come to Seattle. Yeah, I mean, I, I just got to f- figure out, like, I got to get my diploma because, I mean, graduation ceremony was today, so I got to figure that out. Do you get it um, framed or do you have to frame it yourself? I don't know. I have no idea. Probably you have to frame it yourself because we have to frame it ourselves, but I know some schools frame theirs. Yeah, so nice. I... I guess I gotta go to the office or call them to figure out like, like what's happening with my diploma. Like, do I get it? I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna have to get it right <laughs> because like, <laughs> or they might delay it and like ship it sometime to you later. But that's annoying. Well, I'll, I'll just have to figure that out. <laughs> figure that out, and then figure out. Like, which stuff I need to throw away. And then I got to tell the landlord landlady that I'm moving out. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully I'm never going to see Hammond ever again. This is just going to be a little <laughs> blip in your life. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, That's going to be like how dad took me to. You weren't there, but when we went to San Diego, dad took me to like every apartment that he lived in. Uh, when he was in college, uh, it's gonna be you and your kids eventually. Yeah. Instead, you're just gonna drive to you like uh oh, I'm I don't. I'll, you don't. Even, I do not you I don't even think that I'll ever, like, drive through here ever again. There's no situation that I can see in the future that I'll be, driving through, Hammond,
1: unless yeah, if I want yeah, to go from like, Louisiana. Is it? Like, 30, if I want to go forty to, years.
0: Exactly. If I want to go from Texas, to like Florida then i'll have to come through here but but you just avoid it (laughs) (laughs) i'll have to like drive up and like just drive around it that place gave me too much trauma i don't wanna (laughs) i don't ever i don't like it's something that i'm gonna have to like erase from my like subconscious (laughs) (laughs) like never speak about it ever again where'd you go to school where'd you go to college um Uh, i don't don't remember (laughs) in the u.s (laughs) I'm just gonna what? say USF. <laughs> That's actually good. Like if you end up going back to Malaysia. Yeah, I mean like I'll just say yeah in the US. They're not gonna be like, which school? I mean they could, but I mean I'll just say like, oh yeah, I was like in New Orleans or like Yeah. I if I say ha- if I say Hammond, if I say Louisiana, I feel like people won't know where that is either. Maybe so, if I say like, like New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, if I say, New like, Orleans. New Orleans, like, maybe somebody would know. I feel like New Orleans is more well-known than, Louisiana. like, Louisiana as a whole. New Orleans Pelicans. That's yeah. How they know. Yeah, I feel like whenever I say, was- like, Seattle, Washington, Washington, D.C. Yeah, like, I remember a time when I thought Washington, D.C. was in Washington. Oh, no, yeah, same. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. but more i feel like more people know seattle than yeah washington yeah definitely i was surprised when we went when we were in saudi and we met like some malaysian uncle and Mm -hmm. when we were by that what is that indian place that we used to go to in the mornings medina yeah medina we saw him outside and then i was talking to him because he went to school in the u.s too Mm-hmm. And I told him that I went to school in Washington State. He was like, Pullman? I was like, what? How do you know Pullman and not Seattle? I thought, like, his first instinct would be Seattle. And Pullman <laughs> is, like, this random-ass city. He was just trying down. to flex on you? No, I think so. Because <laughs> Pullman is where Washington State University is. So uh, okay, known have known people from that school. Okay. So I, I was so surprised. Like, imagine someone's, like um ask you hammond when you say like louisiana yeah yeah, yeah. i would be so like like wait what how do you know that (laughs) yeah i've been there like even when i talk to people here like they know where boca is Mm -hmm. that's so weird like i thought boca was like a small town but a lot of people know where is. like aiden ross have you heard of aiden ross no he's like this huge streamer twitch streamer that gets like 150k viewer concurrent viewers on his twitch oh my god which is pretty crazy right I, yeah especially awesome? on twitch and he's he's from boca raton mm. yeah ariana grande is from boca Yeah, i saw her once at the mall yeah,
1: yeah mall I mean, boca
0: that's crazy crazy yeah but a lot yeah. of people say like she's she's like such a diva and all that like the people that knew her but i guess you have to have that kind of like diva kind of mentality especially like to rise up to the to where she is right now Mm -hmm. you know yeah did you watch (laughs) my youtube video i did how you like the one the one the the campus campus tour yeah i loved it like nice. you should do more of like covering your school and just going around. I yeah, really enjoyed it. Those ones like they get a lot of views because especially now, like all the freshmen are, they just, um, all the UW freshmen. What is it called when they like pick their school? Well, I mean, they just pick UW, I guess. Yeah, they're like super excited to go to UW. And yeah would, exactly like oh what is it like at UW? Or like right
1: yeah make I mean, like more
0: content up. like that like maybe like make content where like you're going like down the ave. the ave yeah this is my favorite place to eat at u yeah exactly exactly do that 10 things i hate about u because it's such a big school like just using that name will like garner some views right right that's uh, how ali abdal started actually he like he used he knew like the importance of like putting cambridge in the title and because he went to school in cambridge mm-hmm. and as a medical school student mm-hmm. now he used it to his advantage he, he calls it um an unfair advantage so find something that like is not very common but people are like Pretty interested in Mm. so like for us we could be like third culture or something or like going to school in the u.s as an international Mm. student that could be Mm. our unfair advantage Mm -hmm. and just trying to find that and then that's how he rose to fame on youtube yeah that makes a lot of sense that that makes a lot of sense like um like just using that name you know like that a lot of people are interested in but like not oversaturated Mm -hmm. like stuff Where it's going to be hard to find you. Like, find something, like, find a niche that you can. Yeah, even, like, before he used, like, the Cambridge thing, he only, like, uh, he only made videos on tutoring people on BMAT, which is, like, a British medical entrance, British medical school entrance exam. And he would just be, like, okay, guys, this is how you prepare for the BMAT. And Mm -hmm. that's, like, such a specific niche that Mm -hmm. people that are preparing for the BMAT will look him up. And then once he gets, like, that small group of audience, then he, like, builds it up to medical school. Mm -hmm. And then even bigger, productivity. And now he's just doing productivity stuff. Right. Like Matt Diavella. Yeah, that's true. You just got to, you used to get to figure out the algorithm and figure out Mm -hmm. the system, you know. Try yeah. to beat the system. Alright, man, do you have anything uh, else to do for the rest of the day? Um, Not really. I'm probably going to be calling up my good friend and just talk to her about some stuff or maybe... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll just watch a movie or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have that much good. going on today. If you want to celebrate your graduation sometime yes yeah. hit me up and we can like set a zoom and play games or something sounds good okay yeah i love that all right um that's it for today's episode episode three i think Yep. and we are third culture brother i hope you enjoy our podcast It was more like a conversation but yeah till next time Peace. Later.